welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, I'm sitting down in the old bourbon bunker, and in order to get my buddy, my partner in crime, Obfo Fanboy here, we had to crack some Obfo. In the house. What's up, brother? Just thinking about drinking. How about you? Same thing, man. I was thinking about drinking with you. I started drinking earlier. Sorry. I know. I heard you got a head start on me. It's all right. I'm a little jealous. You can catch up. Did you drink bourbon or drink beer? It was an old-fashioned. Old-fashioned? Okay, so you had some bourbon, but it was it was mixed up with some other stuff. It was I, made with Cooper's Craft, so it wasn't really good. Yeah, I can imagine. Not too much. But they put a lot of sugar in it to taste to cover up the taste so, of so a bad did, whiskey. Did you eat any food while you were there? I had, what did I have? I had, um, drawing a blank here, pretzel and beer cheese. Pretzel and beer cheese. Which is probably the heartburn. Yeah, that's probably why you get the heartburn, exactly. So um, here we are couple of days after my birthday it's a few months after your birthday Happy birthday thanks i appreciate it and uh you're old we 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 brought out the birthday bottles i, I got you a bottle of ofo for your birthday and then i bought my own bottle of ofo for my birthday and uh just wanted to i guess review these bad boys talk about um see what we thought all that type of good stuff so i guess we should probably dive in here pretty soon one is a it's i'm I'm gonna say it's probably vintage late 90s early 2000s it's the old square single barrel 90 proofer i guess it's closer to 2010 plus you think so i I can't remember honestly um i believe somewhere in the 2015 range is when they went from the square old foe single barrel to the rounded current bottle that they're using i think see i knew i could count on old foe fanboy to know i made that. most of that up did you that's cool well what i like is the fact that we just recently had um l house roulette which was an mts bottle and this is actually warehouse l so it was a kind of a tie back to a recent release that uh ms Zycan picked out with the mts selection and it's a single barrel which also another you know, funny thing was it, isn't it made out to a certain company or something? It is. And the medallion on this thing is heavy. It is. I, I mean, kind of, I kind of wish they'd go back to those. I mean, that's unique. That's, that's gotta be at least a dollar or two medallion now that's hanging on that and to have it personalized with your name. I'm hoping that they were all on every bottle and I'm assuming they probably were. I'm assuming they were. Yeah. That's a really cool medallion. Hopefully yeah. you got a good pick of it. Yeah, I'll probably I probably need to get a close up of the actual medallion before you before you run out of town on it. So and it's signed by Chris Morris. How long? Well, not signed by, but it's got his name across the tax on the tax strip. strip. Yeah. So I don't know how long Chris has been master distiller. Man, I mean, he's been at Woodford for a really long time. So I mean, he was at Old Forester prior to that. I think he actually ran both of them for a while. So gotcha. Uh, and you, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask what you thought about. Uh, you're currently sniffing that one. So what do you think about it? The nose is pretty good. Um, I mean, it's 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 old Forester. I mean, it's it's crazy that you know even a bottle that's you know this old you know still has that old Forester smell. So I, I'm recovering from COVID. We'll call that recovering. I had it came down with it about a month before tonight and tested negative after about ten days. So I'm probably three weeks completely post COVID. And I'll tell you, I. St- I had stopped drinking a whole lot of Old Forester for a while, just kind of stopped. And as I've recovered from COVID, I've started drinking Old Forester again. And slowly, I've been able to smell that fruity. I, I think Old Forester has a very strong fruity nose to it. Yeah, you get some cherries, sometimes some apple, you know, different things. Sometimes people get banana. I know you don't really get that very often, but. So I poured out some old forester 100 uh the signature 100 the um 
the week I got COVID and probably like three days after I tested positive, I tried some old foe 100 signature. It was disgusting. And it's hard for me to say it was disgusting, but it, it was COVID and I poured that shit out. <laughs> I just straight poured it out. I, I can't believe that. I took a drink and I'm like, Oh my God, it's all like an ether all burn. Right. I couldn't smell anything because I had lost taste and smell. And so then I went for this Ultra 100. I'm like, that's just god awful. Hmm. And I knew it wasn't really because right. I love it. Um, just interesting. So I don't know what I'm going to get today as I dive into this. And as we're talking, I had just had some moonshine this weekend where I was, you know, tasting out taste buds and smelling things. And things are a little bit off. So I, I've gotten to where I can smell. But the taste is not all there. Yeah. So on the nose here, I mean, I, I get a little bit of cherry. I get a little bit of, you know, that typical, like, uh, earthy notes um, from that, that rye mash bill. Some, I would guess I would say probably it's kind of more like a leather on this one, though. I get no earth, bro, but I get all that fruity old faux love in that thing. Yep. But it's uh, it's pretty pretty good. And then the, and the, the taste is, I mean, it's really good. I mean, for, for an old 90 proofer, and I, I, I'm beginning to think I missed these things worse than I thought I did. So, I mean, I'll let you dive in and see what you think. I happen to have acquired six uh, 90 proof single barrels, not this old, um, in the last week. I thought I'd given up on trying to find and buy more. But, you know, every once in a while that friend texts you and says, hey, you want a, you want a case? A case. <laughs> uh, yes. Absolutely. How do I get a case? Did you need to ask twice? <laughs> well, sometimes price does play a point, but, you know, in some cases it doesn't. It just always depends. Everybody's different. But Man, That's got a really good nose, too. It does. It's really good. It's um, Like I said, it's got a little bit of leather, a little bit of cherry, um, just a touch of vanilla. I don't get, I don't get as much caramel on this one as I, or caramel as you would like to say. Caramel. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make me laugh, um, as, as some other folks would say. So, but it's got a good flavor to it. Um, huh. No burn. I thought having a little bit of acid reflux burn today, I was gonna get more burn drinking this, but mm. it is really good. No, it's ninety proof. I mean, it, you sure you want me to go home with this bottle today? Yeah, absolutely. That's what that's what's what it's for, man. It was a gift. Like I said, I, I didn't get a chance to give it to you over your birthday because we were running around all over God's creations and life happened. We agreed we were gonna open it together, and and you had since forgotten, but it's been sitting on my bar here waiting for you to come come have a pour with me. Speaking and take of, the rest home. Speaking of which, I didn't bring over my bottle of twenty twenty one birthday bourbon that uh, I've promised we're going to crack. You know, we had another friend that shares a birthday with you. I thought we'd do a birthday bourbon crack sometime here in the next week or two. Oh, Mr. Crouch. Yeah. I was trying to, I was like, who are you talking about that you're different with? Guys? Actually, I have another friend as well that oh, has really? a birthday on the same day. I, for some reason, that was a very popular uh, birthday. So I have about nine people that I know now that have the same birthday as me, which most people don't know that many people have the same birthdays though. That's remarkable. It is. Evidently, I guess probably what, August was a busy month for most people. <laughs> get up, get up, get up, and get down. That's right, man. That's right. So This is a good pour. It's I think it's a good a solid pour. Beautiful nose to it. I'm, I'm interested to hear or to see and smell and taste the next one, but this one is really good. So the next one is, is, is my birthday bottle. And I talked a little bit about it on, on, on one of my quick hitter episodes. But it's an 86 proofer. It is a, and, and it looks like a store pick. Like if you look at the the, the the other sticker, flip it around, 
it actually has the actual distributorship that it went to when it went to Germany. But it's a German export. It's a 70 or 0.7 uh, milliliter uh, bottle. Liter. The liter bottle, yeah, 0.7 liter bottle. Is that um, 750 milliliters? I don't, I don't know. Well, no, that would be 700 liters. 700 so, liters. So, so okay. it's just slightly smaller than a 750. That's interesting. So, well, duh, that's, that's... Duh, Josh. Duh. You can do math. <laughs> you are an engineer. I would think you could figure out the conversion ratio on that one. I am engineer. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's it, it's one of those weird things that, you know, when I, when, when I got this bottle, I... I as a matter of fact, I think you might have tagged me in in the post where the guy was trying to get rid of it. Johann Baptiste Sturm. Yep. So Sturm is a is a evidently a pretty popular distribution company over there, and evidently the guy supposedly said that the guy found them in the back of the warehouse, like they had no idea that they still had them, and he bought all twelve bottles that they had, and he brought back a handful of them to the states and. Um, Basically, sold them, auctioned them, traded them, whatever, and uh, I traded some Blantons and some cash for it. And to me, it's been well worth it, you know, just because just having a bottle from 1977 is just cool. Blantons is always really good trading whiskey. It is. It I don't is. know why. It tastes okay. It it's, and Weller Antique are like probably the two best traders that you can have out there. I can't find Weller Antique. I can find Blantons now more than you can find OWA, but I haven't been looking. Yeah, I mean. You, you you said you were, you stopped chasing what six eight ten months ago. Uh, I mean, I stopped chasing a while ago, but I still I still kept buying. We'll call it. I just wasn't going to you know liquor barn total wine at seven a.m. on a Saturday to stand in line. All that kind of stopped with COVID for the most part, though, because they stopped doing the dedicated. Hey, this Saturday we're going to do this, which I hate. I wish they went back to that. It kind of made me feel taterific when I would go and get something, even if it was tater whiskey. Yeah. No, absolutely. But I think part of it is, too, is that and the way they're doing it now is probably better for most people. But I like the fact that on a Saturday, anybody that was off on Saturday or if you took a day off or things like that, you know that you could have went up there that Saturday and, and, and you were pretty much guaranteed something, you know. I agree. Even if it was Weller Special Reserve Green right. Table. Eagle Rare, you know, some Dude, bottles. there's something whatever. I haven't seen on a shelf for a while. I've not seen an Eagle Rare in probably four months. Now, that doesn't mean I drink it. I just haven't noticed it on a shelf. Right. I've actually bought one bottle of whiskey in the last two and a half months. One, one bottle? One singular bottle, and it was a cigar batch. Cigar batch? From Starlight. Oh, the Starlight pig. Yeah. That thing was delicious. I haven't tried it yet. I didn't. Mm. You didn't go through the tasting line? No, man. I'd been at a work thing that night and I was just tired, but I really wanted a bottle. So I picked up a bottle, took it home. I haven't opened it yet. Hmm. All right. What's this? What are your your thoughts on this 1977 86 proof old Forester with a whole bunch of letters and other things on it that's an export and re imported? So I get more banana on this one. But that being said, I also get a little bit of that dusty funk, you know, like that, you know, when, anytime you get an old, old bottle, anything, you know, pre-70 or pre-80s, it's got just kind of like a dusty kind of this bottle. To it. Uh, I, all right. So this, and I don't know if my nose is clear here with all the COVID crap, but this nose is a whole lot lighter and less pronounced. Yeah. If that's the right way to say it, it's just not as out there as the 90 proof and it's... Well, it's 86, so, I mean, it's not that much different, but it's definitely a difference. 
And I could get a little bit of banana, but I, it's not very overwhelming to me in kind of aroma. Plus the color on that bottle, and I know it's a, part of it is because it's just a touch cloudy, but it's it's a little bit darker than is it the 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 one that you got right next to you. It's not crazy, but it's I would, a little bit. I would need to put my glasses on to tell the difference. It's not too bad though. Yeah, but like thoughts. I, well, the nose, like I said, it's, it's got a little bit of that dustiness. It's got a little bit of banana. A little bit of vanilla, but uh, it's it's definitely something different and unique. On the taste, though, man, I tell you, I tried this on Friday night, and I, I was I was just shocked at how flavorful it was for an eighty-six proof. A little bit of burn on that one. So I, I, it, it it does have a little bit of hug, but it's like it's all in that mid palate. Like there's just a lot going on. A little bit of cherry because the banana doesn't come through at all in the mouth feel or mouth flavor, and then I get what I would consider like some earthy, like grassier notes. That one's just different to me. On the mid-palate? Now, the last time I had an older bottle, I think it was one of the Japanese export-import bottles that had been returned to the rightful states here. Right. Um, This one's, I don't know. What did you think of it when you fresh cracked it a couple nights ago? Like I said, it, it it's very similar to what it is right now. I got a li- get a little bit of li- like some fruit sweetness, but it, it's definitely a little earthier than what I remember most old foresters being. Like it's got some, like I said, almost like a grassy like. Uh, I can't. Uh, I, the rise kind of pronounced. I, I guess can't even let you way. put earthy in my my ears here when I'm thinking old forester because I'm automatically going to go to that one bottle of bad Henry McKenna tin or whatever it was. I no, had. it's not. No, it's nothing anywhere near as bad as Henry Henry McKenna, but. It's just, it's not typical of Forrester. Like, the the smell is, and I feel like the first part of the of the palate is, but, and I think it's because of the age and the fact that it, it did have quite a bit of evaporation. I mean, I'm going to say probably the top two ounces of that bottle was pretty much missing from, you know, the evaporation from, I don't know if, whether it's just coming out of the, the lid or, you know, came out during shipping, whatever. But, I mean, the tax strip and everything else was in really good shape considering the age. You know, so I'm just assuming it's just the earthiness from where there was additional angel share sitting in the bottle. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's concentrated? I'm I'm a bit underwhelmed. That's okay. Maybe it's because it's from 1977. I don't know. It could be because it's 86 proof. Could be. You know. I couldn't tell you. I mean, I probably have. It, usually, when I drink Ofo eighty six, it's usually in a cocktail, and it's because it's the only thing they have on the bar, like at some random place. I'm always happy when it's the one thing I can find on the bar. Oh, one hundred. I'd rather have that than some Jim Beam. Yeah, I'd rather have Ofo than just about anything. More makers. Yeah. So, but um, um, good bottle. I mean. Yeah. I mean, listen, I didn't say it was the greatest thing ever. I just said, to me, it was interesting. It was something different. I probably should have drank it before we drank the 90 proof that, you know, is the old foe love right now, the 90 proofers. I, and listen, I understand, you know, and it, and like I said, it just hits a little different, I'm sure. Did you so. throw it back to a bottle chug on Friday? No, I don't. I, I wasn't going to bottle chug out of that one just in case some, some additional people wanted to come try out of it or, 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 or sip on it. Like I said, it's definitely a unique pour. It's different. It's, and it, honestly, I mean... When I first tried it, like I said, I thought it was good. Actually, I think it's a little better today. Opened up a little bit? Yeah, I think it's opened up just a hair, you know. Awesome. But, but you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens over the course of time. It, I'm, I'm sure it will, it will, it'll be around for another four to six months for people to try. Not you know. that you have a shortage of old foe in the house. No, I've, I've got one or two bottles over here. Oh, and multiple ryes open. Barrel yep. strength rye. That looks hot. 
Oh, it's delicious, though. I love those barrel strength rise. So I tried some uh, rye apple moonshine this weekend. Okay. Stuff was good. I do have a bottle for you. I just didn't go home before I came rye over. Rye apple moonshine. So was it rye and then they like, or was it apple and then they finish it in a rye barrel? Or It was rye-based moonshine that they apple finished or gotcha. apple flavored. Gotcha. So good it was stuff. a high rye, gotcha, moonshine. Yeah. I don't think rye is very commonly used in moonshine. So who was the who was the distiller on that one? Sugarland Distilling. Oh, Sugarland. Okay. Yeah. Yep. First time trying any of it. So I think Sugarland and in that one specifically, I want to say that one was done by Mark and Digger. Yes. Mark yes. and Mark and is it Digger? Or, or yes. Uh, I was thinking it was Duggar or something like that, but it is Digger. Huh. But yeah, the two guys from Moonshiners. Yeah. That's what I That's thought. That's why I bought it. It was kind of taterific, but yep. it was also pretty good. I just remember I I I watched about Thirty or forty episodes of that, just on and off, different seasons, things like that. And I remember watching one, and they're like, "Oh, we're getting ready to go do this rye moonshine," you know, and things to that nature. So, and that's what made me think it, of it. And then when you said it, I was like, "I bet that's what it's from." It was the good moonshine. It was the one that I bought multiple bottles of. So I do have a bottle for you. Sweet, sweet. Is it in the jar? It is. Sweet. I, I even bought you that generic little pour. A little pour lid. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. So, so I that, can't wait. That'll have to be a podcast. We actually bought 12 bottles of moonshine while we were there, and I have no idea why. Six from Old Smoky or Old Smoky Moonshine and six from Sugar. Because you got a deal when you bought six. Right, because if you, buy, if you buy five, you might as well buy six. But if you buy four, you might as well go ahead and buy six also. Right, exactly. Basically the same price. And they usually gave you something free to go with the six. We like got a free cooler bag. Me too. That's what I got. And I, I did the same thing. But I, I think we got ours at Old Smoky, though. I don't think we went to we did both. Sugar Land. So you did both. That's right. Did Mandy have a favorite? Um, better she, yet, did Amelia have a favorite? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want to say yes, but I couldn't tell you which one it was. So did there, she like the cream-based ones, or did she like the... So she really likes banana pudding okay. um, at Old Smoky. So now, I, we didn't do any samples there, so I didn't try any, but we did buy a bottle or two of the banana pudding. So I'll send you home with some peanut butter whiskey. And they say if Gross. you mix the peanut butter whiskey with the banana pudding cream moonshine, it tastes like an like an Elvis sandwich. Have you ever had the old Elvis with peanut butter and banana? I have. So that's what they say it tastes like. Awesome. So you have to try that. Dude, you made me think about the peanut butter I had to throw out because it was one of those, I don't know, recalls. You're making me think about crying here because I threw away a couple jars of peanut butter. Did last you actually week. have a recall one? Yeah. I'm pretty confident we did too, but we had already eaten it and... <laughs> I had eaten it about was half a jar, and I didn't die, so I probably should have just kept going on. Probably. Who knows? Sam and Ella ain't going to get you Sorry. too bad. Sorry, I'm like a squirrel here. Uh, We've talked about moonshine, peanut butter, uh, a whole lot of different things. Squirrel. Monsters, Inc., man, Sam and Ella. Squirrel. <laughs> I'll take a motion to adjourn, sir. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's our uh, – I mean, if if you're going to pick one of these bottles, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you pick one. I think you're going to take the 90 proofer and then go to the 86 second. Second. That's what you're going to say? Yes, sir. No, nah, I'm agree with you. I'll second that motion. I think the 90 proof is just slightly better than the 86. Um, and I'll raise the glass to old foe. Absolutely. So this is Scott. This is Josh. Thank you for listening to Bourbon Barrel Talk. If you want to find us, you can email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. You can uh, it, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those good things. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. This is Scott 
and OFO Fanboy signing off. Peace out. Peace.